are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Hope you are amazing. I had an amazing weekend. Ah, it was so good. But before that, I want to just share that I worked really hard this week at my nine to five. <laughs> and you know what? I have to say that my last two bosses have been amazing for me. I have had some great bosses, Anna, Julie, Wendy, Marcus, <laughs> they've all been amazing, kind, informative, wanting for me to do the work, of course. But more than that, they want me to show up. And I love that. Not always easy, <laughs> but so rewarding. And as I sit here on an early Sunday morning, writing my notes for this podcast at a Monterey hotel, I am staying at with my Remy. I realized that in this moment, my life is so good, so good. And I know that if you look, you know those moments of peace and reflection. Anyway, shout out to all those great bosses out there. I say all that because I had to work on a personal issue and I needed to take Friday afternoon off. And my boss was great, an overall kind person. And so my Friday ended up being great too. I worked half of the day and then the other half I went and I helped out my nephew and spent some time with my sisters. And today I'm spending the weekend with my Valentine's. So all good for me. And you may be saying to yourself, yeah, that's interesting, but that hasn't been my experience. And I know I get it. <laughs> I know love. I really do understand. You see, life, as my coach loves to say, is 50-50, a balance of great and not so great. And the not so great can at times be full of regret. And, you know, we may say, I don't regret. I never regret. But, oh, oh, we do. As much as we don't want to, we do. And it makes me a little melancholy, especially when I'm in a good space. So today, we're going to break down regret. It's a topic that one of my lovely clients, Cheryl, asked me to talk about. Cheryl completed Project 66, so shout out to her. She's absolutely amazing and is looking pretty darn good. So you go, girl. <laughs> this one's for you. And so many of us feel this emotion of regret. No matter how much we want to say to ourselves that we don't feel regret, well, we do. And we have. And how do I know this? Because our actions prove to us that we do. It's not just acknowledging the emotion of regret or the thought that's behind it, but how we respond as well. That's how I know that there's regret. We all know how the emotion of regret feels. It's that sad, sorry, and disappointing feeling over what we did or didn't do. And I know that a lot of that is rooted in what someone else did or didn't do. But really, it comes down to how we show up for ourselves. In the end, that's what it distills down to, what we should have done or been. Whether it's sprinkled with remorse, shame, disappointment, or another emotion, it sits there like a pressing weight of the should of would of moments. You see, they're moments of emotion and not states of beings. And we confuse these. We think that those moments that we feel the regret defines us somehow. We're weak. We're not strong. We missed out. We hate that thing that happened. 
And this emotion of regret comes in and out, rearing its head to remind us of the not so great. And you know, I was listening to Jay the other day, Jay Shetty, which I'm going to see with my Remy soon because he has a world tour on love happening. And I'm super excited about that. Anyway, I was listening to him and he was talking about another topic, but what he said is so relevant to this topic because just as we can see the past in a light, we can see the future in the same light. I know that may not make much sense right now, but bear with me for a minute. I want to take this topic three ways. How we see regret from our past selves, how our future self would see regret, and of course, how we see it today. And so I want to start with our future self. So Jay was saying that when we look towards our future, we many times look at what we should do. And you see, this should is so similar to regret because it's this thought of what we should have done, should have been. And our future selves, when we look at it, when there's regret, would be looking back to the you of today. And what would she say or he say? So Jay brings a spin to this should and says, what if we think instead of what could we do? And I like to take it further and say to our topic today, what would our future self say to us about our regret today? What could we do today about this emotion? She could say, oh, honey, don't waste your time. You have so many more important things to do than this regret. She could say, love, look at all you did. Despite the feelings of regret, shame, disappointment, and sadness, look at it. Look at what you've done. And I know, wouldn't it be great if it were different? But look at all you did despite it. So you see, your future could thank yourself today for how you move forward, how you show up for yourself today. And so when Jay talks about how we approach things we want to do or we want to be, what would that question or thought process be? What should I do? Or what could I do? And he pushes us to think, to ask, what could we do? Because it opens everything up. It's so big. You know, it opens up the door of possibility. And I love this thought of possibility. And you know, the thing about emotions is that they come, whether we will them or we don't, they come for a whole host of reasons, usually as a response of the outside reasons. Someone from our past shows up and we wish it could be different. Our person of today wishes that person, that situation could be different. You see, when we argue with this idea that if that person just could have been different in the past, or we could have somehow changed the past, if we only had done this, or we hadn't done this, if we had showed up for ourselves differently. And Every time we argue with the past, we lose. It's a losing proposition because the past is fixed on some facts and the stories we tell ourselves about it. You see, the past is not singular. It's multidimensional in that we did so much of what we could have done. We did what we could, not what we should have. We did what we could We were geniuses that did the things we did, whether it was nothing so that we could be protected or shielded, or whether we lashed out to protect ourselves. 
we did what we could. We lived into what we could live in that moment. I know there's always the knowledge that hindsight gives us, but in that moment of today, right now, hindsight doesn't exist. It's only what should we or what could we, what could we be? And that goes for our past selves. We are so hard on our past selves and the past selves of others, if only. The past is beautiful because it was and it's gone now. A small part of who you are is because of your past and your knowledge, your actions, and yes, your feelings of regret too. But it's not all of you. And that is what's so beautiful about this idea of could that Jay talks about. It's green's possibility. It takes us out of the past with the possibility of making us feel fearless in the present and so strong and extraordinary for our future. Now, it's beautiful and easy to say, and the truth is, we start with regret as a feeling, an emotion that we feel right now. We think it's because of what we should have done, but it's not. It's not love. It's a feeling today that you have over the past. It's an argument with your past that, well, I'm not sure that it always serves you. Now, that said, I do think that in some moments, it can't serve you. If it was a lesson that you hold valuable, it may shape what you do. So I want to share a quick story. In my last podcast, I made a couple of mistakes. One, which was a big one for me. I forgot to mention something I really wanted to talk about. It was in my sleep episode where I talked about the maester, Dr. Bruce. And I wanted to talk about the effect of blue light, but I didn't write it in my notes or outline. And as a result, I didn't talk about it. Sometimes I remember as I'm talking, and so I go ahead and add it contemporaneously, but not in this episode. So regret creeped up. I told myself, darn it, Fee, you should have talked about that. And I felt that feeling of regret and thought, can I? Do I want to do anything about this? Because many times I won't. I was trained by Pat Flynn, the maester podcaster, and he says, let it go. Don't go back and edit. Perfectionism doesn't really serve us that much. So I don't need to keep thinking the thought that I missed this opportunity. What I can do is ask myself, what serves me? What serves my listener? And guess what? I can go back and edit my podcast. In fact, I have it on my calendar to go back and add the blue light information. I generally don't do this, but I decided that for me, I can change some of the things I regret and some I choose not to change or cannot change. And in this instance, I could, and I chose to change it both. And this applies to so much of our regrets too. Is it something you can make amends for? Is it something that you can take a class for? But you see, it has to be true to you valuable to you. And so in some instances like this one, regret can be useful. But I caution, I caution to really think about it because sometimes we think, let's say it's a relationship, we think I'll never do that again. And that stops us, blocks us from the possibility. And so this is another way that regret manifests itself because we regret that we did. And therefore we tell ourselves we will never, never do that again. It hurt too big. It was too much. 
If it's a career leap or an invention, then something that went as you didn't want it to go may stop you from the could you do, could you be, could you have. The past failure proves that we didn't. In the back of our minds, we kind of regret doing that. So we definitely don't want to do it again. Because regret is an emotion that elicits inevitably the action of hiding or inaction, that of not showing up. And you know what? Your future self wants you to show up for yourself. So feel the emotion of regret. Peel the reasons, the true reasons why you feel this way. Write it all down and truly process that emotion. And when you're ready, let it go, love. Let the person you were, the people that peopled your past, go along with that emotion of regret of that story you tell yourself over the situation. Let them go. And when it rears its head again, which it will, tell yourself, love, this emotion of regret doesn't serve me any longer. Feel it as a vibration in your body because in the end, that's what it is. And let it go. Release it. And you know, you see, this emotion can become a habit. And I ask you, does this habit serve you? What could you think? What could you do? How do you want to feel? How do you want to show up for yourself today, for your future self of tomorrow? What will she say to you? Will you regret or will you say, I did all I could, the best I could, and I'm here now. Look at the greatness I did. And so ask yourself, am I blaming myself for this regret? Is it causing me to fear people, places, things? Is it causing me to feel anger or hate? What is it? Could you think the thought that regret is an inside job? A feeling that is in you that you can process and acknowledge that you repeated thoughts on that situation create this emotion of regret. And for me, where I draw delineation is in the rumination of regret, the coming and going and coming of regret. And here's where I think it doesn't serve us. It's to me like a thought loop that is really a thought loop that's not helpful because we have not fully addressed it. It becomes a bit of an indulgence where it's comforting to say, I wish it could be different. And I can sit in that wish over and over or beat ourselves up over it. Damn it. Why could it have not been different? It messes everything up today. We spin thinking these thoughts over and over until it's a belief that this, the situation is a fact that is creating our today. But that really is not true. It's a lie we want to believe. Our situation is the situation, a circumstance, a fact. How we see it is our choice. How we see ourselves is a choice. And how we see others is a choice too. You see, rumination of the regret is just a belief. And that belief system can be changed. The regret rumination is not pretty and it's not easy to let go. And so I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I will offer some possibilities in a little bit. To me, the key with really getting at the base of anything weighing us down is to be truthful to ourselves, to be fully awake and see all there is in it. Regret to me holds a bit of perfectionism. I know that sounds off, but it's not because we want things right, just right so much of the time. I know for me, it has been that way. I want to be better. 
I want my children to do the right thing. I want them to eat healthy, to be healthy, to think healthy all the time. And it's really silly. None of us can live up to that. And yet when they fail and not act in their own interests, we hold so much compassion for them. I hold so much compassion for them because I love them unconditionally. We fill ourselves with compassion for those we love unconditionally. But for ourselves, well, huh, that's a whole nother story. For that person that wronged us, that's a whole nother story. No compassion there for us, especially. This mindset of perfection, this rumination, this regret needs to see the light of day. And you know, the other thing I want to say about regret is that there's also a bit of melancholy with it because we think we can go back and make it right to a time where it was right. I have so much melancholy when I think of my sister, Elisa. I think I wish I could have gotten to know her better, been there for a bit. And I sigh thinking of those moments with her, regretting that there were not enough of them. She passed away at 50 or 51. I'm really not sure. Even then I get sad that I don't really know for sure how old she was. I get melancholy over her smile, her face, her dancing. She loved to dance. So at times I think, darn, she left too soon. Why didn't I show up better for her? And, you know, with my angel, I live with my angel. I knew my angel. And with my sister Elisa, I didn't know her. So I get this regret. And it's so wound up in other emotions, in our behaviors and situations. And then, then it rinse and repeat, right? Here we go with that pattern. However, we do have tools. Our project weight loss has tools that can help us. So I want to offer you some possibilities and myself some possibilities because I do this work. And so I'm going to circle back with you on this idea of the past, especially with this emotion of regret. To me, the best tools to use for our past selves is first awareness, then to offer yourself compassion. I love this idea of thinking an atomic thought about our past. To me, that atomic thought is this. Love, your past was exactly what you needed to experience to create the amazing, strong, and wiser person you are today. I love that atomic thought. And you know, I love it because we come back to compassion as often as we can. So come back to it as often as you can. Be proud of yourself for showing up as your past self as often as you want to. And you know, let's think now about our future self. And I love to think about my future self as if she were already here. <laughs> what would she think about? What will she be feeling regret about? What about you? Will your future self regret not spending enough time with your loved ones? How will you spend time with your loved ones today so your person of tomorrow doesn't regret it? What will you work on today so that your future self tells you, dang, look at you, you worked that project weight loss and you look so healthy, so great, you glow, you lost the weight, you lost some of what was weighing you down. You stayed on plan. You used your tools, your Project 66 tools, and you used the Veritas system. What will your future self say? Look at you. You hooked me up financially. You set me up with great health, with great relationships. You showed up. What will she say? 
What will he say? And what will she do long term? What will you do long term? You see, to me in this instance, we can use regret to serve us. This concept and emotion of regret can serve us. Can you create satisfaction from the past? Can you think you did the best you could have done? No doubt I did the best I could with the knowledge and information and strength I had. Can you value the people around you as imperfect and be okay with that? And for me, can I love my imperfect self? Right? You can too. Can you learn to love your past imperfections as a badge that is getting you to where you want to be, a continuum? Could I write my thoughts of my past regrets? Can I see them and be in awareness of them? And here to me is the MVP emotion of your future self. And that is courage, being courageous. And I love this thought of courage because we sometimes feel that kindness and compassion for ourselves is treating ourselves to the food, to the drink, to the strolling endlessly on social media, but it's not. Kindness to your future self is doing the hard work you need to do today for that future self. And it's not easy. It takes courage to feel those tough, uncomfortable feelings like regret. The hard thing is feeling the emotion of regret, humiliation, shame, and not letting it take us to the cave to hide from ourselves. You are courageous. When you feel the emotions and work to think the thoughts that serve you so that you can do the hard things you need to do, that's where it's at, to get to where your future self wants you to be. Then when you do that, will come the feeling of being proud of yourself, which is the opposite of regret. Then there's the last, and I love leaving the best for last, and that is the person you are today. Will you ruminate in regret or will you live in gratitude? Gratitude is not a distraction from the regret or the past. It is a grounding of ourselves to today, to right now to our present self. It helps us see our strengths, our successes, our abilities to overcome. It lives in possibility. This is why it's one of my favorite tools for our project weight loss. Seek gratitude, not just for what you have or what you've accomplished, but for who you are. You are worthy of self-love. Know that you are worthy of self-care and you are worthy of being loved. You are a genius beyond belief. Do those things today that fill your cup, even and especially if they are hard. And you know what? I love to counter regret with the emotions of satisfaction and pride in myself. Satisfaction that I did what I could at the time with the cards I was dealt. Satisfaction and pride in knowing that I'm a human and part of the humanity is knowing that today is very real and I won't have all the answers and that the things I did or didn't do shaped me as who I am today. And this is so huge for me because no one can take from me what I have learned. No one can take from you what you have learned and what you have overcome. No one can take from you the fact that you have an incredible machine in your head that can distill all you did and didn't do and have your course correct today for tomorrow. 
No one can make you think or feel any way you don't want to. You see, we have so much more power than we think. Could you look at the regret and find something you did that makes you proud today that will make you move forward? Is there something there that can bring some sort of satisfaction that you did the best you could have done? You see, this satisfaction is in us. It's our job. It's an inside job. And we have full power to claim it. To me, the maester in this topic is Byron Katie. She teaches us, and I quote, Could it be that all along we have lived the life we should have lived and that everything we've done has been what we should have done? So good. You see, in the end, regret is rooted in a thought. Find that thought, be aware of it, process the emotions behind the thought and ask yourself, does that thought hold value for me today? Does it serve me in any way today? I used to think that if only I had acted a different way or not acted in that way, things could be better today. Like time is lost somehow, gone, and I can't get it back. But it's not lost. Regret is the opportunity to consider what we truly want for ourselves and how we want to show up for ourselves today to decide to make ourselves proud of ourselves. And we're the ones that decide that the past circumstances are indeed real and concrete. But that circumstance is gone. That situation is gone. What's left is you today. You're here. You are whole and you are extraordinary. So let's not argue with our past because as the maester Byron Katie says, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only a hundred percent of the time. (laughs) And I want to share with you that I've created a mini workbook around this topic and the topic of creating atomic thoughts and really looking at some deep, wonderful questions. I'm going to be releasing it on my website this Friday. So make sure to subscribe and do the deep work. Have an amazing week, everyone. Love you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.